the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one, from education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation. This program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose, or you can see us on the web at www.blackchamber.com. We've got in the studio today a good friend of mine and uh, host and producer himself, Mr. Carl Big Papa Welsh. How are we doing, Carl, and who we got on the show today? Hey, Carl, I'm doing great. Thanks. I'm happy to be here, and I'm very happy about the guests we have today. Uh, we have Bishop J. E. Watkins, Senior Pastor of Jack Linden Square Chapel. He's also the founder and CEO of OWH Studios, a television broadcast digital arts media training program, say that three times, Mm -hmm. for at-risk youth, young adults, and veterans. So I am incredibly proud to have you here today, Bishop. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm glad to, to be speaking with you and talking with you today. Well, Bishop, you got to tell the, our audience a little bit about you because uh, I'm sure they're going to be amazed. But can you give us a little background about yourself? You know, I never talk about myself too much. I always say I'm probably the most boring person in the world until I get in the pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> well, preach on, Bishop. Preach on. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, God has blessed us tremendously in me. And, you know, being a person that is, I'm a nonviolent person, but I have been in, the, you know, God saved me and sanctified me and gave me a passion for what I'm doing, and not only in the ministry, but this OWH Studios is a ministry, and because it's for God's people, it's for everybody. Now, OWH Studios is not a religious organization. That's what it's not. It's it's a 501, a legal, legitimate 501c3, mm-hmm. and we founded it back in 2005 when we were having church, and one of my young people walked up to me and said, you know, Bishop... Can't we do something besides just sing and, and praise the Lord and sing in the choir? And I said, okay. I said, what do you want to do? He says, well, I heard you were in television before. And I said, well, yeah. I said, but, you know, it was video. And he says, well, can't we videotape our services and, and do that? And I said, yeah. So that's how we started out. And then I put out the call for cameras and things like that. And people started bringing, some of the parishioners started bringing their video cameras and so the, our young people got interested in that. Mm. And from that point, that was 2005, 
2007, we were kind of rolling with it, training in it, and our young people got really interested in videography and photography. So between 2007 and 2009, we had to go back, and I had to really start reaching out to all my friends and things like that that were in the industry and people out in the actual broadcast industry. And finally, in 2000, we, it was, we always call it our incubation period from 2007 to 2009. 2009, we moved to um, 1485 8th Street, where we are now, to the Marcus Garvey Liberty Hall building. It's a national historical site. And we started our classes, and the first class we had was 52 youngsters that wanted to learn computers, videography, and photography. Wow. And I'll tell you something, that was three months of the summer that we really had a great time. And, and the, frankly, the city loved it so well, and the state of California came down, the labor uh, department came down, they loved it so well, frankly, I have a plaque sitting on the wall now from them, that it was an innovative program because they'd never seen anything like it before. Wow. So it's now been running since 2009, and we, we had all analog equipment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the board members, he owned a company called um, uh, Largent Video. And he says, you know, I can supply you with a whole studio. He says, but the industry is getting ready to change. And about three years later, it did. That was in 2010, 2013, it really started changing. And we had to keep up with it, but we didn't have the money nor the, you know, the influence to do it. Mm-hmm. So one of the other board members stepped forward and said, you know, and it's, it's conversations, I know a guy. Mm. And the next thing I know, they I came in one day, and they had brought a whole crew in, and they tore out all that analog equipment and started installing. He called he called ABC, CBS, and, uh, and Fox, and NBC, and started reaching out to his friends from those stations, and they started donating equipment. He started with the equipment companies, Black Magic, and all the companies, mm. Dolby, all of them. Next thing I know, we have a, and after about 18 months, we have a brand new HD 2K, 4K studio here. Mm. Well, and I mean, it's top of the line. Hmm. Well, you know, uh, you were sharing something with me earlier that you said the equipment you have, you think is better than even Channel 4 or Channel 7 up here in the <laughs> Bay Area? <laughs> we have equipment at this stage, at our, and we're not even on television. <laughs> <laughs> we have equipment here that I was asking um, our, uh, our vice president of acquisitions. I said, tell me something. I said, does anybody have this equipment around? He says, there are two pieces of equipment, equipment in here that no station has except for in Los Angeles and New York. Wow. He says, no barrier station has this equipment. He, uh, he says, now, most of this equipment is outside of the United States, but he says New York has it. And he's, but one of his pieces of equipment runs one of those um, um, TV media shows that comes on in the afternoons, in the, um, and it makes all the computers talk to one another, you know, Macs don't talk to PCs and others, mm-hmm. but this computer brings it all together and makes all this particular piece of equipment 
It's software and hardware. Brings them in, makes them talk to each other. Well, Pastor, I see Carl chomping at the bit. Carl is a techie. You know, he's <laughs> he's a, he's a producer of uh, concerts and shows, and I know he wants to say something. Carl, well, what did you well, want to say? First, I wanted to know what does OWH stand for. That's what I did too. What does OWH stand for? <laughs> that's my, that's that's the most techie-ish I'm gonna get right now. But what is? <laughs> started back in uh, 2009 when we opened it up uh, it stands for overcomers with hope wow and what it the program was designed that you know for kids at risk youth kids who have been in juvenile and and in uh, foster care and things like that and had been in trouble and even for those who had not but said, what do I want to do? What do I want to be? This is your second chance to do something. You know, everybody messes up. You know, everybody does it. It's not a person around that hasn't. And, and being an old scoutmaster, we used to have a, a saying back in the 80s and the 90s that everybody has a dysfunctional, comes from a dysfunctional family or has a dysfunctional, someone in their family that's dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we decided this overcomers with hope and it used to be overcomers with hope second chance you've had all the other chances now this is the one this is one you can come into this program and say you know what i want to do this this is something i think i can do because here at owh we don't prepare you for a job we prepare you for a career mm-hmm. everybody that comes in here uh, i have one young man right now he's um, working as an assistant engineer at Channel 4 in San Francisco. I think he's in his 90-day probationary period right now, and he's doing fantastic. Uh, He's making, I wish I could have made that kind of money when I was his age. He's only 21, Mm. and he's making $45 an hour at 21 years old. So at the studios, you, you, you have a full studio, you do editing, posting, you shoot, you got green rooms, you do all of that, and then you can actually put shows in a can? Is that what you got? Oh, yeah. And you teach them everything from, I, I understand you do digital arts, you do sound, you do the lighting, you do the post-production, you do everything there, huh? We do everything here. And we have, you know, we have uh, industry professionals that teach, um, teach here. Nobody's an amateur here. Um, I think the most amateurs we have is probably myself, because I'm the one that's probably behind on <laughs> everything, since everything has changed to digital. These kids are born into a digital age, so they catch they catch on real fast. Right. Well, Sun Tzu says that the the smartest generals in the world are the ones that have even smarter lieutenants, because they help <laughs> they do all the work and you get all the praise and glory. And that's so. So tell us about how do you go about getting the uh, the the risk the youth the adults the veterans? How do you go about getting them to come into the studio? Well, we have several ways. One, uh, we work Alameda County uh, um, Probation Department. That's one. And we get the kid, we get youth through there. Frank, we just we just produced a the kids did. We taught them for about six months how to do everything: operate sound, video, edit, everything. And then there was that was 2015, and then we went on this trip. It was a week long, seven day trip, and it was grueling. And but we went to Memphis. Saw the museum there, the Martin Luther King Museum, and then they videotaped every bit of that mm. and brought it back after seven days. 
to the Holocaust Museum in Los Angeles. After seven days, they came back and put that into a movie, a 15-minute movie. Excellent. It's the most touching thing you've ever seen in your life. And what did you do with the movie? Is it on YouTube, or are you going to send it to a broadcast network, or what are you going to do with it? into a documentary and what we're going to do is we're getting down to the last parts of it now and that was 2016 so 2017 we're getting to the last parts of it we want to put it up on our YouTube channel and we want to stream it on our Facebook channel nice well, give us- so we want to enter it into some of the film festivals that's what we want to do with it hey pastor uh, you know before we go um, you said you had a YouTube channel and Facebook can you give us some information that people can connect with you, whether it's website or something, before we have to go? we got about a minute left. Yes. Okay. We're, we're located in Oakland, 1485 8th Street in, in Oakland, California. Our phone number is 510-893-5103. And you can pick us up on Facebook at OWH. Studios Inc. And that's Studios with an S. O W H Studios Inc. And you can pick us up on Facebook. This, you know, and I always tell people all the time, the the media is important, very important. And people remember that the media changes images and influences opinions. That's the most important thing. Bishop, we want to leave it right there, Bishop. We want to get this on the second half of our show. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. Brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Oh, that sounds so lovely. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back, Bishop. How you doing? I'm good. That is a beautiful song. That's a wonderful song. You know, before we, were, uh, before we left, uh, we mentioned something that you're doing a streamathon, and uh, I wanted to get more information about that. Can you share that with me and Carl, what we can do to help you with that, and what's that all about? Well, the, the streamathon, most uh, like on KQED, they do telethons. Since we don't have a television uh, station, we're going to do a streamathon over over the. Um, we're streaming it live through mm-hmm. Facebook and YouTube, and so we're going to do it over the internet. Mm-hmm. What we're trying to do is, you know, this is a national historical site. We we're in, we bought this building uh, back in 2013 with two other partners, the Black Nurses in uh, Northern California and the Healthy Communities. And we want to pay this building off. It needs some repair work to it. It was built in 1877. It was remodeled in uh, 18 and in 1987. So it, you know it's in kind of in this 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 some work is in disrepair. Mm-hmm. So we're doing this streamathon. We're going to reach out to those on the internet, and I'm asking everyone everyone to connect to and and what they call it friend us. Mm-hmm. And we're doing this on on October the 18th. I'm sorry, October the 14th. Mm-hmm. We're doing this October 14th. We're going to run it all day for 12 hours. A streamathon to raise $350,000 to pay this building off and make repairs. We have a kitchen back there that needs repairing because people come through here and tour all the time. This is a national historical site. People come from everywhere, Australia, China, you name it. People coming through here to, to 
to view this building because Marcus Garvey and Liberty Hall were a worldwide and, and famous. People know who they are. The kids come through from the different schools around the Bay Area to tour the building here. And you said that that so four, you said that's at fourteen eighty five Eighth Street in Oakland. Yes, eight. Eighth Street. Eighth Street in Oakland. We're we're one block north of the uh, West Oakland Bar Station, just before it goes to San Francisco. So we're so close to transportation. Mm-hmm. But we're doing this because we want to pay this note off. Mm-hmm. We, we, we definitely pay this building off. Yeah, we definitely wish you luck on that, and we would love to help you promote that over the next few weeks, either uh, here on the station, on the website. That that would be a really great opportunity for us to be a part of what you're doing. But let me ask you two things uh, yes. specifically: uh-huh. Don't, Does the city not support, or does the city support? Um, uh, uh, buildings like that uh, financially helped you renovate or or keep them keep them uh, up. Does does the city put money into it? Like no, they don't. They they we have a historical um, situation here, but uh, in a society, but you have to apply for the grants and it takes a long time. And there's other the city of Oakland has almost 200 historical sites located in in Oakland. We're in the mm. top echelon of the uh, of the other historical sites we're what they call an a plus one historical site right and that gives us a lot of advantage but we have to apply for those things and do everything else so what we decided to do was we said we're going to do this streamathon mm-hmm. ourselves okay and that's what we decided to do so the streamathon it kind of separates us out and says we can do something for ourselves and that's what that's for. Well, now you also with a with a full studio. Have you guys thought about looking into doing like your own public access television network, or or work with the city and the school board about doing public access television? Well, you know, we're working on that now. Last week we were at. Um, if you go on to the Post newspaper, um, two weeks ago uh, we were in the Post, and I was talking about that. I was. Um, in October the 24th, uh, I'll go before the council again. We've been working on public access within, in Oakland. Oakland's the only only place around that does not have a public access. Berkeley has one. San Francisco has one. mid Penn Peninsula down there has one. And I've talked to all of them. San Jose has one, but Oakland doesn't. And they've always been fighting against that, saying how hard it is, how difficult it is. We have... Two educational channels and one government channel. Yeah, but we have nothing for the public. And with what and that's you, what I've been working on. And with what you're trying to do, especially the work that that you do with with uh, at risk youth and veterans, uh, have you ever looked into going over to like Comcast Cable or one of the cable networks and and uh, seeing if you can get some support from them, especially when you're doing if you're going to do your live stream? I think that would be incredible. I was talking to them, but they said they needed a word from our city administrator. Ah. Uh, to they need a letter from them, and that's uh, they said it was so difficult. They said, "Oh, it's very." I told them, "I said, no. Listen, I have been all over to the FCC, to Comcast. All they say they need is a letter from the city administrator." And now that if we after we did the financial uh, committee made of up of five of our uh, city council people. They decided that they would hear it at a full council meeting on October uh, the 24th. And 
bring it to the full council. Now that's after the uh, the, the live stream, right? After the live stream. <laughs> well, maybe that'll be great. After, I mean, you do the live stream, and, and you do. I know you'll probably reach your goal if not exceed it. But even then, uh, it never hurts for them to come in on the back end and still give you guys support for the building and and uh, maybe help uh, renovate. Uh, but that that'll be. I think the stream will be incredible, and we definitely look forward to uh, uh, tying into it and and um, um, listening to it and getting people to come in and donate as well. And, and yes, and we have a we have a we have a a, a, a number that has just been handed to me. Um, text by phone. Ah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can text by phone. It's um, O W H uh, five five six five one two. O W H five six five one two. That's going to be our text number. Okay. And you and you can text to that number and donate uh, from there. Uh huh. Yes. Excellent. Well, we're definitely going to share that information, Bishop, because um, this show is actually going to be a podcast once it airs. Um, but I want to ask you something because um, you're trying to do the streamathon, and it's going to happen for a certain time. But after that's over, we're going to keep trying to raise funds, right? Yes, we will. We will keep raising funds. This is the, the fundraiser. Also supports. What we're doing here with the the uh, you know keeping keeping that going after we pay this off, this fundraiser actually helps support you know what goes on here at the studio. At the studio, yeah, it's great. Yeah, and so far I've been made. You know how you do? You, you stand up in church and say, "Listen, we need this." <laughs> the benevolent fund. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> most most churches have a building fund. We have yeah, a I was say, you don't want to do that. <laughs> You never see anything built. I know. Right, right. right. There's a lot of benevolence going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's used in the benevolence fund. But I I have great parishioners. Um, When something is needed, all I have to do is just stand up over that pulpit and say, listen, we need this. And they'll 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 come out of pocket and start doing things, and uh, you know they've been doing it for a long time now, and now we're reaching out to the corporate world to say, listen, help support this, because these you know in training, there was a time when you had to go to, to be an engineer in a studio, you had to go to school for four years to become an, and pass the test. Now, with the computer age, you don't have to do that anymore. I've got kids working at Channel 40 and other channels around here, other stations around, all the way to Los Angeles, because now it's all computerized. Yeah, that's uh, all that, computerized. And, Pastor, that brings me into something that you and I were talking about earlier, because, you know, we're going to produce this Bay Area Black Youth Techathon. And we're yes. going to have it in Oakland, East Palo Alto, and Silicon Valley. And we definitely plan to bring whatever we can bring to that to bring attention to you and your studio because we know that's going to help in this whole process. And at the end of the day, people are going to be amazed at what these kids are going to be able to do because these kids are brilliant. They just need some little direction, some teaching, and someone to they, just support their innovation. That's all they need. Yes. We work on donations. I'd love for people to donate to this program. It's such a vital program. Taking kids off the street, getting them out of juvenile hall. The young people that we had uh, last year came out, and we had nine. We're able to, and I'd like to start training more, mm-hmm. more young people. But we only have enough funds to train nine to twelve at one time, and we do this two times a week. And I'd love to really take it to five days a week. And so that people can, these young people can really, really learn. And the thing about it is, while while we have 
the people here that are in the broadcast industry. So when they come out, most of my kids don't even get it. When they come out, they make 18 to 20, 21 years old. Do you know we put them to work? Studios come in and get them before we even finish the program. They say we'll teach them what they need to know. So what's the age range? Well, we got less than a minute left. So let's, so let's talk really quick. What's the age range of the children that uh, you got coming through? Well, you know what? My age range actually goes from 16 to 24. Okay. But we took we opened it up this year, and it goes all the way up to the veterans. <laughs> so, so we go... We move 18 to, to, because of the veterans, we move it all the way through. Okay. 16-year-olds come in, but the 18-year-olds are the ones that can go and relocate for a job, and we can put them to work. And the veterans come in, and I don't care what they are. The main thing is you get a second chance here. Okay. Well, Bishop, we're out of time right now, but we want to thank you for coming on the show. And if uh, people miss this segment, they can get it at blackchamber.com. And look under radio and then look under a podcast. Until next week, we want you to stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. And brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.